Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. All right, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Woohoo! Star here, Cannabis Kid is around there, and Silver Sister is in the air. And for the bestie, holy cow, February 28th, I can't even believe it. How many days until Christmas? 301 days until Christmas. That's insane, you guys. Next week we're going to be in the 200. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Silver Sister. Woohoo! Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, kids. Bell Star. Let's have a good morning. Everyone got your coffee and your cannabis? word for weed with every letter of the alphabet? Well, I mean, other than just describing how awesome it is and everything else like that, right? Right. <laughs> Beautiful. Fudge. Mm. E. Get right to e. Easy Street. The name of a strain that I got once um, at the High Times Cannabis Cup. I went to Sonoma by myself. And, oh my God, that was so fun. That was so freaking fun. For the first three hours, though, I would not let myself smoke or do any edible or anything because I needed to go around and say hi to everybody. And uh, I got, I brought my Weed Day Wednesday business cards and went around and just got a bunch of people to come on the radio show. It was really awesome. I had a medicated Twinkie. Uh, later that day, but boy, did that taste good. I guess you could probably just use a regular Twinkie and medicate the filling or whatever. I don't know, but that was just super yummy. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Weeds Day Wednesday, everybody. February 28th. Wow. Heading into March. Can't even believe it. That's crazy. And already it's lighter at like between 6.40 and 6.45 now, the kids used to have to wait till 7 to go out, and then they can stay out till like 6.15 at night now. We're getting our days longer. Woo! 
that means the heat is coming. All right, let's give a shout out to Tumbleweed Cell Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and get certified. Yep, you can do it. Come on down, get certified. Uh, check it out. Check out tumbleweedcellcenter.com. Discover the benefits of your medical marijuana card. That's right. Discover them because there are a lot of benefits, and we can go through those later too. But mainly, I like, first of all, it's a whole lot less expensive if you're medical. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you're paying 25% sales tax rec, and that's just crazy. Uh, and 8%, 8.6 or 7% for, for medical. So that's not. Um, and then uh, also, I like the legal protection, quite honestly. Yeah, I know you can have more, and you can use all the concentrates you want, which is really great. But the medical special, um, medical special. Yeah, we're having a medical special. I'm looking on the site. 269 includes everything. Doctor fee, $150 state fee, processing. You do everything. But the legal benefits are great. You're protected from your landlord, your employee. From uh, You can even have your guns uh, according to the state law. You can carry your guns if you've got your medical marijuana marijuana card. Um, but not with the feds. You can't get away with it that way. No one can. <laughs> Weed, alcohol, narcotics. No guns, people. No guns and all that. Don't be shooting things off like they do in Tombstone. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see, Arizona Department of Health Services. If you go to our website and you cruise on down the homepage and you see the logo for the Arizona Department of Health Services, you're welcome because that is the easiest way to get to their medical marijuana portal versus going onto their website, azdhs.org, and trying to navigate. Um, we make it super simple. Um, somebody is flying the friendly skies right now. Fly in high. <laughs> um, someone has uh, Wi-Fi on the airplane I hear can you hear us on the airplane you got your earbuds in can you hear us now in the big old big skies of the world anyway we got the patient portal for you right there you can click patient uh, you can click the logo it'll take you there but there's options to create your patient portal log into the portal and if you forgot your password um, you can click that link and get there to do that too and I took off the process application yourself button because we do that for you. Yep, you know we. And check out the Good Leaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard, right here in Tucson. Tucson is my best friend, you'd say. Right over by um, Bookman's. We love Bookman's. It's so fun to go in there. I don't shop for books, though. <laughs> I go in for the knickknacks. <laughs> they have a great knickknack. A room that got super organized recently. It's kind of strange because usually in the past it was just like kind of like a garage sale in there. Now it's all fancy. <laughs> Planet's trying to get fancy. I'm not really sure what that's about. All right. So that's a hemp and CBD marketplace. Um, and you can, there's all sorts of great stuff on there. Great new vapes and new edibles and new um, brown. They've got really good brownies in there. Um, so yeah, get on down and check it out and you can shop online, thegoodleafshop.com because we know that, um, a lot of people just like to shop right from home. And if you are deaf, if you know somebody that's deaf, I actually will interpret for you free of charge at your appointment. No need to schedule an interpreter. I'll be there. Um, that's what I used to do before I was an interpreter. <laughs> so just brought that right along with us. 
so check it out if you want to know what you can get certified for get on over to the certification section how to get a medical marijuana certification card in tucson arizona you can book your appointment right there that'll take you right to our booksy program and you can pick the day and the time that you want to get uh, certified uh, so here are the conditions that qualify you ptsd cancer glaucoma aids chronic pain severe nausea seizures including epilepsy hiv hep c als crohn's disease agitation of alzheimer's disease uh, and that includes uh, dementia and all the other kinds of alzheimer's and cachexia uh, or wasting syndrome severe and persistent muscle spasms including multiple sclerosis uh, you are also eligible for your medical cannabis card uh, if if you didn't hear what was something on the list that we just read um, but something if you have another condition that's causing like maybe you're taking a medication you're being treated for it somehow um, that's causing anything on the list you can get your card for that if you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can even email Tucson at gmail.com. Come on in. We take uh, walk-ins all the time. Now, um, and we also offer telemedicine. Yes, that's fantastic. Just go to the telemedicine section on our website, and you can fill out the form, and um, we'll contact you, or you can contact us for an appointment. We'll send you a link, and you can virtually meet with our doctors. It's really awesome, actually. Now, I just... Um, I bought a Sublime, feel Sublime, a milk chocolate, uh, 1,000 milligram THC bar. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. And I realized it was only 200 milligrams that trashed me on accident when I was trying to make pizzas. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was an experience. Um, because I've taken 50 milligrams and it's like, eh. Um, but you don't want to take so much you can't function. But I did fine. I did look. My back was killing me. And um, But these sections are only 100 milligram sections. You're either just going to go for 100 or uh, I don't know if you can um, because it's not scored. I don't know if each piece contain or, you know, if I ate half of one, if what if got the whole 100 in that one half? <laughs> and then it would be. All right, well, we'll see one of these days. I'm not going to open it quite yet, but we'll see. All right, so there you have it. Um, get your medical cannabis card. There are a lot of good reasons. All right, let's see. Um, I've got some interesting things here. In the news, we've got, we were reading from High Times um, Magazine, an Uber driver allegedly doubled as a shroom and LSD dealer. One hell of an Uber ride. <laughs> Could you? Oh, man. 
New Mexico governor signs psilocybin memorial legislation. Mm. Um, uh-oh. Lawyers suggest that Prince Harry could have exaggerated drug use claims in memoir to spare, uh, oh, in memoir spare, called spare, to boost sales. Uh, did he uh, talk about Shroomin? I bet he did. Um, oh, German lawmakers vote to legalize cannabis. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, psilocybin mushrooms date back 65 million years to dinosaur extinction. Wow. Uh, Pennsylvania's working on cannabis decriminalization. New Hampshire House advances recreational pot legalization. I sound like a church lady. Uh, the ex-president of the Honduras stands trial, accused of taking millions from the drug cartels. Well, duh, they all do. We're not dumb. All you got to do is watch Netflix. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So the other day... Um, Somebody sent me a picture of, do you remember the scales? I'm going to have to describe it because I can't, I don't know. I got to find a spot where I can actually like put pictures up and stuff because I'm not going, you know, you can't see me live right now because it's not pretty this early in the morning. (laughs) But do you remember the scale that you could either like, I don't know, suspend it from a pencil or your finger and it had a roach clip on one side and you hooked up your baggie of weed to it and it brought down a tiny little scale. Remember that little round scale? So you're holding it, you know, you're letting it suspend from your finger. You put your weed bag on it, and that, um, as the weed bag drops, the little scale measures how much is in it. And then my neighbor said, don't forget (laughs) the baggy weighted gram itself. So there you go. Someone posted that. Those are awesome. Relics of the past. I think I still have mine somewhere. So anyway. Um, Merch. Merch. M-E-T-R-C, Metch, announces cannabis track and trace contract with Kentucky. All right. The Kentucky Derby is going to get high. Oh, Instagram flips after Snoop Dogg posts video smoking in front of granddaughters. Uh-oh. Snoop Dogg posted a video smoking a blunt in the studio. All commenters were quick to point out that his grandkids were present. <gasps> oh, let's see. All right. Okay, let's see what happened. Who's saying what about Snoop? Let's get the news on Snoop. Snoop Dogg is once again stirring up a grand debate due to his unapologetic and unwavering love of the herb, no matter who's around. There's absolutely nothing atypical of Snoop smoking a blunt in the studio, but people are concerned that his grandkids were in the room. (gasps) Snoop Dogg posted an Instagram video on Wednesday, February 21st, smoking a blunt in a recording studio, but it outraged some commenters because... Two of his granddaughters were in the room as he smoked. Oh, I wonder if this is going to go right to the video. I was hoping that it kept the, um, we'll go to the, uh uh-oh. See, then you get some crazy thing in the corner that comes up. Hold on. Uh, Hip Hop DX first reported the incident that led uh, to the comments section going wild. It sparked up a huge debate. Should parents and grandparents, for that matter, be allowed to smoke in the presence of a child? And how close is too close? The West Coast rap legend posted a clip on Instagram on Wednesday of himself in a recording studio surrounded by his granddaughters as he smoked a blunt 
Hip-Hop DX reports, the video was widely commented, <coughs> uh, oh, condemned in the comments section, with Snoop being criticized for smoking the drugs around infant children. Well, let's see, because I think we can go to uh, that. I think it um, will take us there. So while it's trying to go there, let's see if it really does take us to the video. Um, oh, here it is. There's the video. Snoop's in his chair in his studio, and there's a little one. There's little ones. There's like a three and a four-year-old maybe hanging out, and he's right there with him, and he's rolling around in his chair, uh, not holding their face or anything. He's kind of holding it up in the air even. Um, but you know, well, I don't know. What do y'all think? Huh? And then uh, who else is coming in? Someone else is giving him the phones. Phones for you. All right. Well, so Snoop's in the room with his granddaughter, smoking a dube, a blunt. Heck, call in. Tell us what you think. 646-915-8421. Okay. So um, the video was widely condemned. Nobody, and, uh, and do I mean nobody smoking around my babies, one commenter wrote. Another wrote, like, seriously, is there a blunt in his hand in front of the grandbabies? Come on, man. Damn. Burning with the kids? Another comment and asked. But other commenters said, it's better than smoking tobacco in front of kids or in a car. Well, I'm just going to side note this. They were in an enclosed studio. <laughs> uh, half you smoking Marlboro with the soccer kids in the back of the minivan. Yeah, that's right. Last November, Snoop Dogg announced that he's quitting smoking in a post that went viral, but it turned out to be a hugely successful stunt. But after all, some ex-users pointed out some unusual details, and it turns out that the smoke Snoop was actually giving up was smoke stoves, and he's behind the Solo Stove, the world's most popular smokeless fire pit. Solo Stove shareholders were not amused for not producing revenue, however, and it allegedly led to a CEO change. Uh-oh. Snoop pissed off. Pierce Morgan and drew the wrath of English soccer fans over a pro-weed meme in 2019. He faced online backlash for a social media post designed to highlight the disparate dangers between cannabis and alcohol. Pot advocates have long touted the cannabis as safer than booze and other drugs, of course, but Snoop ran afoul while using a legendary but troubled former English soccer player to illustrate the comparison. The meme he posted showed four posts. Po, uh, four photos, two of Snoop and two of Paul, uh, Paul Gasciani, I don't know, a decorated soccer player who starred for the England national team in clubs like Newcastle United and Tottenham Hotspur in the 80s and 90s, Gas, Gascogene. Ah. The two photos of Paul placed under a caption that read, alcohol abuse, show him at 20 and 47 with clear signs of physical deterioration evident. Under the caption, marijuana abuse, the photos of Snoop at the same two ages with no major differences in his appearance. Huh. Paul's life has been equally turbulent off the field. He entered therapy in the late 1990s while still a player to treat his alcoholism, the first of several stints in treatment. He has struggled to maintain his sobriety since then. Wiz Khalifa, a frequent collaborator with Snoop, isn't exactly hiding the fact that he's smoking weed in a similar fashion. On the podcast Call Her Daddy last January, Wiz Khalifa explained that He's chill with going to the parent-teacher conference stoned. Since smoking weed is an all-day, everyday activity for the rapper, the most asked Wiz, um, 
the host asked Wiz specifically if he is stoned during parent-teacher conferences. Hell yeah, I'm pulling up stone. <laughs> they expect it, Wiz told call her daddy host, Alex Cooper. They know what's up. It's not like back in the day where you were considered a bad person if you smell like weed. <clears throat> Wiz explained that he'd rather have his son see his true self and that he's not pretending to be anyone else. There's not going they're not going to get a fake version of me or this made up parent that society makes you think you're supposed to be. I am who I am and it's not because I'm a celebrity or anything. By hiding who he really is, uh just to adhere to other ex uh others expect a parent is supposed to be like, that's how I'm going to be living my life uh ever. Hell no, Wiz said. Well, there you have it. What do you think about him smoking in front of the kids? I don't know. They could probably get high. <laughs> Not so sure that's probably the best thing for them at that age. But um, like they said, it, I guess at least it's not uh, cigarettes. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, all right. Well, there you have it. Uh, ooh, what is trending now? What is pining? I like pining. And they show pretty, pretty pine trees, which automatically just makes me feel, oh, good. And, you know, um, that's what I should do. I should make some candles with pine in it because I love that smell. I love when Christmas comes around, which is in only 301 days. <laughs> 301 days. I can't even believe it. Wow. All right. Um, but, yeah, pining. What is pining? It automatically makes me feel better. While many growers talk about their plants as being trees, most cannabis doesn't actually taste like tree leaves or pine needles, that is, unless it is rich in pining. This terpene is one of the most common terpenes in the natural world and is responsible for pine trees and other conifers, as well as many herbs smelling like they do. It's also one of the most common terpenes in cannabis and has numerous well-documented medical benefits. What is pining? Well, pining is a terpene with two main isomers, alpha-pinene and beta-pinene. Uh, while A-pinene is, is a monoterpene, B-pinene is a bicyclic monoterpene. Um, as A-pinene is the primary one found in cannabis and the terpene, quote, most frequently found in nature when I say pinene in this article, that is just a shorthand for A-pinene. Both forms of pinene are commonly found in pine trees and other conifers as well, as a range of other plants such as rosemary, basil, and parsley. Uh, the same <clears throat> pining and cannabis. The same 1997 Swiss study, which showed myrcene to be most commonly found, uh, to be the most commonly found terpene in cannabis, also found a pining to be the third most common. The pining content they found varied between 2.3 and 31 percent. Some particular cultivars known to have higher amounts of pining include Jack Hare, Lemon Skunk, Purple Kush, Romulan, Blue Dream, and Canatonic, just to name a few. Pining will impart a spicy herbal scent uh, like it does to pine trees. Pining is a folk remedy for tuberculosis. Well, while pining has been researched as a treatment for a wide range of medical conditions, one area where it has traditionally been used for centuries is a treatment for lung breathing conditions, most notably tuberculosis. 
Since the earliest origins of the sanatorium, uh, they have been located in areas with pine trees. Examples abound, such as America's first sanatorium in New York's, I was going to say Adir, Adirondack, New York's Adirondack Pine Forest, uh, or the, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was Adirondack. Oh, I know. The Adirondack. Sounds like something serious. Um, let's see. Uh, America's first sanatorium in New York's Adirondack Pine Forest, or the aptly named Pinewood Hospital in Pinewood, England, before we had research to support the claims of the sanatorium movement. Quote, pine trees were <clears throat> a common feature of TB sanatoria at the time, as they were believed to purify the air. Quote. See, it does. Ah, big deep breath when you think of pine tree. Um, I try and buy those candles, and if they're not pure soy, then they usually have some sort of crazy chemical pine, and I don't like that. I can't. Um, that, that gives me headaches. Dr. Ethan Russo is a world-renowned cannabis researcher, and in his 2011 study, Taming THC, he reported that piney is a bronchodilator in humans at low exposure levels, which is great news for athletes. Since then, a 2014 study found pinene to be a promising anti-allergic agent, which helped combat allergic rhinitis. Multiple studies have shown pinene has, quote, wide potential to inhibit the growth of bacteria, including um, MRSA and infectious bronchitis virus. It seems that the sanatorium movement was correct in their belief that pine trees had some medical benefits for sufferers of TB. Um, beyond its impact on lung health and fighting bacteria infection, pinene has a wide range of other medical impacts. Pinene has been shown to have significant an anxiolytic uh, like activity, meaning it reduces an uh, anxiety and significant um, anti-serogenic activity, which means it helps prevent ulcers. Um, I'm wondering what form they're wanting you to take this. I'm thinking like the pure oil or something. That's what I want to start making my plants into. It's like an oil that I can just, you know, I ha I can do the, um, in fact, that's what I should do is just dry it like it, my friend was telling me. He makes his into dab oil, so he doesn't trim it or anything. He takes some of the big families off, but he lets he just takes the whole plant and grounds it up so he gets every part of it and then makes that into a, a dab. Um, I'd love to make mine into all oh, dabs would be cool too, but I don't do all that fancy dab break stuff, but just some oil I could take every day, like just a drop a day keeps, uh, infections away. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Um, all right. When it comes to pain management, pinene has been shown to help with inflammatory and neuropathic pain, as well as nociceptive pain. Related to its pain-relieving effects, multiple studies have shown pining to have anti-inflammatory effects against numerous inflammatory diseases, including acute pancreatitis. Just like many other cannabinoids and terpenes, pining is an effective tool to combat various types of cancers, though it has also been suggested that uh, benefits uh, could be limited, quote, similar to pining's medical effects against tuberculosis, which were observed as a result of environmental exposure. Mice kept in an environment rich in pinene showed, quote, reduced melanoma growth. Quote, pinene has been shown to control the growth of cancers, 
through a range of methods, including inducing apoptosis, which means that the cancer just eats itself, activating natural killer cells, and inducing tumor necrosis factor alpha. Not sure what that means. Unlike the stereotype of cannabis harming your memory, pinene has clear benefits for improving memory in people suffering from Alzheimer's or dementia. The main way that pinene improves memory is by inhibiting the production of uh, acylchlorine esterase, which, quote, could counteract short-term memory deficits induced by THC intoxication, quote. For these reasons, pinene has been suggested as a treatment of neurodegenerative diseases. Pinene has even been shown to protect, quote, against brain damage associated with stroke and ischemia. All right, well... <clears throat> Okay, I'll finish this. As we saw in our previous uh, Can of Beginner, <laughs> that's cute, on myrcene, while there are numerous medical benefits associated with terpenes, there also can be potential harms considering terpenes are natural defense for plants. It makes sense that there could be toxic effects on people as well as other uh, predator, uh, predator species, bugs, and fungus. The research on pinene is mixed, while one study referred to it as common indoor air pollutant, a cytotoxicity revelation, uh, revealed that uh, limonenes and apinene are non-toxic. When the National Toxicology Program studied apinene, they found the toxicity data available for apinene are inadequate for assessing potential human health effects. The data they analyzed did show the reports of pinene toxicity generally noted potential respiratory and skin irritation. Overall, it appears that pinene has a relatively safe profile. Pinene is one of the most common terpenes in the world and cannabis cultivars, which has long been used as a folk remedy for TB and other lung issues. Modern research has proven the folk remedies were based on some science as pinene has antibacterial effects, work as a bronchodilator, and has a range of other medical benefits against cancer and a host of other illness. And that's awesome. Um, so we're, I'm going to get more pining in my system. In fact, I'm going to make some um, some uh, oils with uh, more pining strains and myrcene. So here we go. I love it. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Shot. Ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty My friend's like, damn, that's a stone-ass stone 
Okay. Rolling in hella high, looking like it's pizza time Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries Draped in a Snuggie with my girl sitting next to me Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of iced tea But shit, it was 99 cents I'll be blazing and smoking it About to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker decks Reese's Pizza's a wear it Gotta get me some soda pop Cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys Yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa Can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's And then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEA's would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull those gloves. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. All right, welcome back to We Stay Wednesday, everybody. We got a solar eclipse coming up. April 8th, I believe. I just got an email. This is crazy. Out of the blue, somebody sent me an email about, um, yeah, April 8th, about buying solar eclipse glasses, which I think I'm actually going to do. I'm going to I'm gonna buy them, and we're going to hand them out. That's freaking funny. Huh. All right. Okay, well, welcome back to Weeds Day Wednesday. Interesting, interesting everything. Sponsored by Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Coming down to get certified. Lots of good reasons why. Um, Save a lot on money. 25% sales tax um, for recreational. That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's bad. 
You get more medicine, you get two and a half ounces of anything you want. Two and a half weeks concentrate, dabs, dry, edibles, whatever you want. And your edibles can come in funny little animal shapes. I don't think they do anymore. I think everything's like stored so you can, you know, eat what you want. Um, this, yeah, I'm so tempted to eat this candy bar, but whoo, I the whole thing, just one square. Because, you know, I don't think 100 milligrams is going to touch me very, very, very much. Um, I got a really high tolerance. But, like I said, I did do 200 milligrams of one of those bricks bars. Um, that was kind of silly. That was like, wow, okay. Uh, that was an accident. Um, I didn't mean to, to bite off more than I could chew. Oh, that's funny. Or more than I could do, rather. All right, uh, get certified. Come on down. Uh, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. You can do telemedicine. We've got a telemedicine section right there. Just click the button. Go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Hi, kitty. Um, and you just click the form and you uh, click the button to fill out the form here. Go online. And uh, it's a pretty simple form. It's everything we have on our little paper form when you come in uh, to the health center. And then uh, we'll set you up uh, with an, a, a link to meet with our doctor uh, over. It's like Zoom, but it's a Google Meet. So if you want to know what you can get your medical cannabis card for in the great state of Arizona, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, that covers everything from headaches to migraines to backaches to body aches, all the aches. Severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And you're also eligible to get a medical cannabis card. Um, if you didn't hear your uh, ailment on the list, but you're getting treated for something that's causing that, any of those things, then you can get your medical card. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Yep, you can contact us from the website at www.tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. You can call us at 520-838-4430. You can email us at thctucson at gmail.com. Um, and, yeah, there's a form right on the website. If you go there, you can fill that out. You can even blog in here. Uh, I think you have to. You do have to sign up. It's a quick. Um, oh, uh oh, delayed flight because of wind. Ooh, ooh, that's not good. Uh oh. Um, hmm. Well, be careful out there uh, in the world of flying. Um, so yeah, you can get certified. Come on down and let's see what else is going on in the world. Let's see. Oh yeah. Oh, this is nice. Raw, the brand, the brand Raw, launches a phenomenally thin rolling paper. I like this. This sounds really promising because sometimes you don't want, you know, you want a joint, but you don't want all the paper. You know what I'm saying? HBI International, established independent and international producers of the Raw line of plant-based rolling papers and innovative smoking accessories, is thrilled to announce the launch of its newest pinnacle line of delicate roll paper, uh, rolling papers, ethereal. 
As consumers become more discerning about the flavor and quality of their product, Raw's state-of-the-art new line of rolling paper will accommodate smokers with the preference uh, uh, for the finer things. The new product is designed to feel like it's not even there, allowing flavor and aroma to shine without interference. Extremely thin and delicate, the new rolling papers must be handled with care and can accommodate even ground uh, smoking material and can only accommodate evenly ground smoking materials. Oh, I bet. I'm so proud of these angelic papers that come from decades of development. I've always wanted to make thinner papers, but the market wasn't quite ready for something this thin until recently. I can't wait for consumers to taste and feel the difference with these ludicrously thin papers, said Josh Castleman, CEO and founder of Raw. As smoking material and rolling skills have improved, these new raw papers are set to meet the demands of serious smokers who want their experience to center around the smoking material, not the rolling material. Yes. Roughly 40% thinner than some other ultra-thin options on the market. The ethereal line of rolling papers uh, differ from anything else available due to their dainty, exceedingly thin structure. The ultra-thin design was engineered to cut out the paper flavor and heaviness or other rolling um, products to highlight the taste and smell of the material inside, providing a barely-there feel unique to ethereal. The new rolling paper line joins a large production uh, portfolio, including Raw's classic organic hemp and black rolling papers. I still want to get those. Um, Ethereal is available in the standard one and one quarter size with 50 leaves per pack and king size slim with 32 leaves per pack. An icon in smoking culture for decades, the raw product line also includes cones, tips, rolling accessories, smoking gear, apparel, stage uh, storage products, and life-size items. The phenomenally thin papers are now available at select smoke shops in the United States. Well, I wonder where they're available. I want one. That's awesome. 40% thinner. Wow, the slim. I like it. That's awesome. I wonder if it says where you can get them. Does it say where you can get it? Um, Let's see. Let's see. It's raw. It's truly awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, it doesn't say where exactly, but um, that's a, that's a great thing. Um, And uh, let's see. Let's see what else is going on in the world of wheat raw. Get it. They've got organic. They've got, um, and I love, I suck at rolling. So I love the little rolling paper machines. And we've got those at Tumbleweed Cell Center and at the Good Leap. Check it out. 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. Come on down and get some groovy new goods for yourself. Lots of great products in there. Um, very clean and very good organic, all natural products in there. We don't buy anything yucky. All right. What's going on in the hemp world? Oh, Florida State Senate. Uh, passes bill banning hemp-derived THC products. What? What? Why would you do that? Advocates celebrate inclusion of hemp in USDA census of agriculture. Oh, what is this? Let's let's see. Let's see what's going on. Okay. Um, wow. Everything just wow. Three little pop-ups. I just clicked. This is MJ Biz Daily, and three pop-ups. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> four. There's another one right there. Before you can even read the article, four pop-ups. Let's see how many more come up. That's really freaking ridiculous. 
advancing the federal regulation of hemp and other cannabis industry priorities um, <clears throat> will be easier now that hemp has its own category in the USDA Census of Agriculture, Hemp Cultivators, uh, and Stakeholders. Joshua Bates, a U.S. Department of Agriculture statistician, said it's difficult to understate the impact of hemp's inclusion in the 2022 Ag Census, which was released Tuesday and is updated every five years. Quote, the most prominent result is hemp data published at the county level, as well as the number of farms growing hemp, uh, data that are not collected and available for the annual national report. Quote, the census is a holistic data collection of every aspect of the farm, making special tabulations and further research into the health of the industry possible. In addition to state and county-specific data, the Ag Census broke down field crop and nursery data into categories. For field crops, the Ag Census noted that in 2022 there were um, number of hemp farms, 215 for hemp fiber, 1,893 for CBD and other cannabinoids, 70 for hemp grain, and 125 for other purposes. Um, and for nursery crops, the census recorded, uh, there were 252 for clones or transplants, 673 complete grows, 97 seed farms. Wow, that's cool. Um, quote, the challenge with this data is we don't really see what happened in prior years, Jonathan Miller, general counsel of the U.S. Hemp Roundtable, told MJ Biz Daily, quote, and we do know that there's been a significant decline in growth, quote. That decline stems largely from a lack of federal regulation of hemp-derived products, Miller said, noting that the U.S. Hemp Roundtable and other nonprofit organizations are still working towards such oversight. Last year's National Hemp Report estimated that there was a 48% decline in industrial hemp acreage in 2022 compared to 2021 and a 66% drop in floral hemp acreage during the same period. The USDA describes floral hemp as an ingredient in supplements, skin creams, and shampoos, among other products containing cannabidiol, better known as CBD. <clears throat> Miller said, the USDA Census of Agriculture shows that while floral hemp previously made up the majority of hemp production in the United States, that's no longer the case. Quote, now it looks like it's just a little above 50%, quote, Miller said. In 2019 uh, and 2020, we were looking at numbers like 80 and 90%, quote. The decline isn't unique to hemp. During a Tuesday event commemorating the Ag Census's data release, Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsick noted that in 2022, the total number of farms in the country had declined by more than 142,000, and there are 20 million fewer acres of farmland since the 2017 report. Quote, as a country, are we okay with losing that many farms? Are we okay with losing that much farmland? Or is there a better way, he asked. Jeff Walling, chair of the, or Geoff Walling, chair of the National Hemp Association, told MJ Biz Daily he hopes to demonstrate there's still plenty of room, um, there's still plenty of room to grow the number of hemp farms, particularly when it comes to industrial hemp. By breaking down hemp production into categories in the Ag Census, Walling said, it will be easier to show why there should be separate <clears throat> rules for industrial hemp growers versus cannabinoid producers. Why should a farmer who grows corn and soy who wants to adopt a rotation of hemp into his farmlands have to 
go and give us fingerprints through an FBI background check and subject to every 10 acres of testing, Walling said. They don't do that for any other commodity like corn or soybean. That's one of the big barriers. Lucas Gilkey, co-founder of Texas-based Hometown Hero CD, told MJ Biz Daily that hemp's inclusion in the ag census underscores the plant's burgeoning role in the national economy. As we quote, as we expand our product offerings and national distribution to meet increasing demand for hemp-derived THC and CBD-based products, we will continue to support the farming community in our home state of Texas and across the country. As sales of hemp-derived cannabis uh, average more than $28 billion annually, Texas had 20 farms growing hemp for fiber. That's the highest of any other state. Hook them horns! Although Missouri had the largest number of acres at, uh, for fiber at 1,302, North Dakota farms grew hemp for grain uh, on 214,000-plus acres in the state more than any other market, while South Dakota recorded the highest number of farms at 1,449. As for CBD and other cannabinoids, in the 1,893 farms producing floral hemp, Oregon was home to 233 of them in 2022. But California produced the most hemp for CBD and other cannabinoids, cultivating more than 6.2 million pounds that year. <laughs> Gilkey said the appetite for hemp-derived cannabinoids is growing and that communities such as military veterans are still gaining access to the plant. According to Walling, hemp's potential is well known among many in the federal administration. Quote, it's just how do we get it on the radar? You know, this is the beginning, Walling said. The fact that hemp is included in the census is a recognition that this truly is one of America's commodities. Um, Absolutely. Amen. Way to go, hemp. Listen to those numbers, billions and thousands and, oh, my Lord. So, hemp for fiber, 11.1 million pounds. That's outstanding. That's that's crazy. All right, let's see what else is going on in the world of wheat. Hemp and CBD, um, well, we just read about that, that Florida passed a bill banning hemp-derived THC products. Let's see what's going on there. Um, all right, happy boarding and fly safe. Fly safe. Woo. All right, well, Florida Senate passed a bill banning hemp-derived THC products. Hmm. Florida has taken another step towards banning hemp-derived products containing Delta-8 and Delta-10 THC in the state after the Senate unanimously passed the bill this week. The bill now goes to the State House of Representatives, according to Tampa Bay TV uh, station WTSP. Meanwhile, a House version of the measure, quote, has yet to be taken up by its full chamber, quote, WTSP reported. Products containing Delta-8 THC, which is a less potent form of marijuana, has been sold in an increasing number of unlicensed stores across Florida since 2000. Uh, since the 2018 U.S. Farm Bill legalized hemp. Uh, the interest in Delta-8 THC in Florida likely stems from the fact that <clears throat> the state offers only legal medical marijuana, not adult-use products. Industry insiders hope an updated Farm Bill will provide more clarity and federal regulation of hemp-derived products, but until then, it's been up to state lawmakers to decide how to deal with the products in the meantime. A farm bill 
uh, reboot was delayed from last year to 2024. Well, there you have it. Hmm. That's not surprising though, because people just, you know, they if it's hard if to regulate for some people, or they can't regulate it, so it's sold everywhere. And uh, there you have it. <clears throat> and you know, quite honestly, who knows how people are making some of this stuff? It is kind of scary because we've seen in the past with a member all the e-cig pens that were bursting. Well, not only bursting the flames, but causing those lung conditions that killed people that were using them. Good Lord. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I mean, and that was not doing your research, people. All right. Um, let's see. Colorado enacts new laws and regulations for the marijuana industry. 70% of medical marijuana products in Mississippi on hold for retesting. Uh-oh. Let's see. Um Let's see what happened here. A large batch of medical marijuana products in Mississippi have been placed on administrative hold as regulators continue testing to clear the products for sale. The Mississippi State Department of Health issued the initial hold on December 21st for products tested by Rapid Analytics, one of two licensed testing labs in the market. Quote, the specific circumstances leading to the hold remain under investigation by MSDH, but the retesting is to validate Results related to the use of pesticides and presence of my, uh, mycotoxins, uh, the health department said <clears throat> in a December 27th alert. According to the Magnolia Tribune, Rapid Analytics indicated the hold affected 70% of the MMJ products related to the impacted products, the agency said. Cannabis flower will be tested first, followed by concentrates and infused products. As batches of products are cleared, the hold will lift and the products can be placed on shelves, according to the health department. The halted products were originally tested by Rapid Analytics, the Tribune reported. A spokesperson for the Natchez-based lab told the newspaper that claims of improper testing, quote, are baseless and came from an anonymous phone call, quote. In December, Steep Hill, Mississippi, the other state-licensed testing lab, alleged that cannabis products sold in gas gasoline stations and convenience stores in Mississippi contain potentially dangerous contaminants and far more Delta 9 um, THC than allowed by law. Steep Hill, Mississippi representatives said it tested products and found some contain 12 to 14 percent THC and a long list of pesticides. See, that's why it's super, super important to test everything um, or to I mean, you can ask for the COA, but I mean, really, um, anybody can make one. So it's hard right now to find out who exactly has um, valid and legitimate products. All right. All right. Let's see what else is going on before we close up here. Yeah, it's almost that time. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to Wednesday, Wednesday, each and every week. We're going to have some guests coming up. Cannabis Kid and Silver Sister will be here soon, too. And uh, what are y'all smoking these days? I got to actually smoke some of the stuff that I haven't, uh, that I just grew and harvested and I'm curing. I just get excited and I just break off little pieces. I know you all do the same thing when you're curing. <laughs> well, it's testing it too. You got to find out at what stage. Hello. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So at any rate, um, come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Get certified. Um, 
get some information. You can even have a consultation and you can chat with somebody uh, at one of our doctors and um, find out if getting your medical card is what is good for you. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. And that's right, you can call us, 520-838-4430. Come on down, 4826 East Highway Boulevard, and we do offer the telemedicine appointment. All right, Mint Cannabis Operator of Arizona's largest dispensary and the first in the nation is going to open another one. Um, it's it's going to have a grand opening at 8729 East, Manzanita Drive. Uh, oh, it was last week. Ah, <laughs> sorry, folks. Boy, they're not up to date on azmarijuana.com. You get, what, one? Wow. Okay. So Germany legalizes recreational marijuana for adults. There it go. Way to go, Germany. We already announced that. So with that, um, let's see. Oh, the German parliament passed a new law to allow the recreational use of cannabis with 407 votes to 226. Under the new law, adults 18 and older will be allowed to possess cannabis. However, the law's strict rules will make it difficult to buy cannabis. Adults can possess up to 25 grams in public, in private places such as homes. The limit will be 50 grams. Smoking cannabis in public spaces will become legal as of April 1st. Um, The law's strict rules will make it difficult to buy cannabis. Well, what's the... You're going to legalize it, but make it so hard to buy it that you can't actually get it? Lordy B. I don't know what to say about that, but at any rate, thanks for tuning in to Weed Stay Wednesday each and every week. We love being here for you. We love reading the news. We love finding out what's going on in the world of weed. It's been so long. Woo-woo. Be good to each other. Smoke some weed. Be kind. Be safe. Be smart. Be safe. And educate. That's how it really goes. And uh, we'll see you next week with... Maybe all the kids will be back. Woohoo! Happy Weekday Wednesday, folks.